0: Welcome to another edition of The Future of BizTech. I'm your host, JC Granger, and I have Chris Ronzio here with me, the founder and CEO of Trainual. And as a quick transparency, I'm a client of Trainuals. So I love Trainual, and that's why I have him on. So Chris, thank you so much for coming on. I love what you guys are doing, but why don't you tell the rest of the audience here other than myself you know what you guys do and who you help out?
1: Yeah, awesome. Thanks, JC. I appreciate the invite and the endorsement from the get-go here. So Trainual is a simple system that's really the playbook for a growing business. So when you think about all of your policies and procedures, your standard operating procedures, just how you do what you do, Trainual is a place where you can put that all. You can onboard your new team members and train your existing team on what their role entails. So training, training, SOPs, knowledge management, it's kind of all that stuff in one.
0: What would you say has been the biggest pain point for the clients you guys have? I mean, again, you know, we use it a lot and I'll go into more about how we use it later, but, you know, what do you find is the biggest thing that people go, holy crap,
1: how did I ever go without that? Yeah, I think every business gets to a certain size where they're just dealing with chaos and there's disorganization of who does what, there's overlapping responsibilities, people are doing things inconsistently. And so, At some point in every business, you start to feel that and you have this tendency to want to jump back in and fix the way things are supposed to work. And so at that time, it makes sense to document and formalize how things are done. And so you start to work on these things, but often you're doing it in documents and email templates and all over the place. And so that's really the pain point is when you start to lose the grip on how things operate and you want to make sure things are done consistently. That's when it makes sense to start to invest in this stuff.
0: What motivated you to start training? Well, I'm just curious, more or less, like, you know what? That usually comes out of pain of your own sometimes,
1: right? <laughs> Absolutely. So, my first business I started when I was 14. It was a video production company. And we did youth sporting events, and I ran it for 12 years. So, all through high school, all through college, set up an office after college, set up a second office, and we were doing events in all 50 states. So we had a little over 300 camera operators doing events for us. And so I was feeling that pain of how do we operate consistently when we get an event in Chicago versus in Los Angeles or New York or Boston. And so we developed this online training and checklists and policies and just, you know, how do you operate like a franchise would? So I was just really passionate about that and did it for my own business. And when I sold that company, I started consulting for all other businesses on that on systems and processes and being efficient and scaling. And it really just all came down to my clients and my story were centered around like you can only scale when you're doing things consistently. And so I was frustrated that everybody's just using documents and random ways to, you know, patch together how their business works. It felt like there's got to be a system that's designed for this. So, Trainual initially was just like a prototype for my own consulting business for my clients. And as more of them started using it, I thought, okay, this thing could really take off. Let's go all in on the this software.
0: What was that turning point? I mean, you know, it, there's always that day we were like, holy crap, like this can be a thing now. You I know, mean, I mean, do you remember like what that moment was when you realized that you guys were going to like really make it, even if accidentally, because it wasn't
1: even supposed to be this kind of business model? the moment initially when I decided we should go all in on this. So my consulting business, I had five employees and we could only work with like 10 or 12 companies at a time. And we had this big aspirations that we wanted to work with 25,000 businesses. That was like the b-hag that I put out there. And I thought that the way to do it would be hiring other consultants and kind of licensing my consulting model to people in different cities. And so the first two consultants I brought in I trained through Trainual. I had this internal tool and I thought like, that's how I'm gonna train them. And they loved the system. And so more and more, me and my employees were saying, I wonder if this is the thing that could really grow. And so it was December of 2017, we decided, let's just give this a go. And so we put in notice with all our consulting clients and the next month, January of 2018, we were all in on the software business. So we spun out Trainual as its own entity and we didn't take on any consulting projects, and we just said, "Let's give this a go and For me, the validation was when strangers were using it people that like weren't friends of friends, you know it was like just random people from Facebook or from wherever else found us and were paying monthly for this tool. That's when I really felt like we had something
0: yeah, see that's that good feeling, right when all of a sudden it becomes almost completely out of control, you know it's not like you were you're going after people and there was a process and whatnot. Now people just, like you said, strangers are coming in, you know, it yeah. kind of became a monster, had a life of its own, you know, for the audience, you know, so I heard about you guys, I think through like a Facebook ad, I think something like that. I think I just saw the Facebook ad and I own a marketing agency and our biggest issue was, so we'd have like a lot of contractors that would come on initially, you know, a couple of years ago, we would try to onboard contractors and whatnot. And I was like, okay, we were having trouble with our system and our process. To get them on, what would happen is, for example, we'd bring one on. I'd say, okay, great, you know, sign the contractor agreement, cool. And then it would kind of just fall off as far as where they got in their training. Yeah. You know, they'd say, oh yeah, you know, some people, you know, they're like, well, I don't understand how to do this. I'm like, wait, didn't we send you that video? And and just the whole thing was messed up. So I, I see trainee, I'm like, oh okay, that looks interesting. And I start looking at it. And the more I looked at it, the more I'm like, holy crap! If I upload this stuff one time, if I just spend a little time up front, then after that, I can just invite someone, and then they just go through each thing. You know, each module, whichever one we assign them. And I can be able to track their progress, right? So that became is so easy. So we saved so much time and complete, you know, chaos and pulling our hair out from bringing on contractors. Now, we're bigger now. We have more, you know, like W2 employees and in-house yeah. and whatnot. But we still use it, though, for training them. So we have less people to train now, but it's a really great tool that we used. And it's funny. There's two systems. There's two tools that I say changed my life for my agency. First one is Gusto. Mm-hmm. That thing is great. You know, if they're a payroll company, and you know, it's so user friendly and it's been so easy to onboard for employees and everything like that. And the other one's trainual And I tell people, I'm like, listen, I'm like, if you're trying to scale, and the, the difference between you being, you know, a two, three-person team or a 20-plus team is going to be trainual basically, because there's otherwise you're, you're just things are going to fall through the cracks. There's just no way you're going to be able to take and handle that, you know. And so then when, and I'm not sure, I don't know if it was recently. I was, you know, like I said, you know, we started this podcast where I think you are maybe our sixth or seventh. Guest on it, and we have a pretty large audience that we, you know, have a marketing wise. But I was like, Who do I want that like real keynote one to be? Right. And I was like, You know, what? I'm just going to reach out and see what happens if I just reach out to train you. <laughs> and, and there we go. There we go. So it's awesome that you're on. I'm geeking out on your software. I love B2B SaaS stuff, especially things that can save time because, you know, time is money, you know?
1: That's amazing. Thank you so much. First of all, I love that you use it for contractors because. That was like the story of the first couple companies that were on it. You know, we had this moving company that they still use it today, but they hired moving contractors all across the U.S. to move kids in and out of college. And they needed a system to just every season is like this new batch of people and they needed to get them up and running on how they did that. And so Trainual was amazing for them when they were growing. And then we have this other business that is worldwide graphic design service. They've got remote designers, contractors everywhere. And they use the system to hire hundreds and hundreds of those designers. And so it's so cool that you started that same way. And now agencies, whoever's listening, B2B type services, like exactly what you said, you know, if you want to automate and streamline how you explain how to do something so that you don't have to do it over and over again. If you just want to explain it once, you write it down, you put the time into documenting it once, and then it's really just like turnkey things. So I love that you got that experience.
0: Yeah, well, and you know, the one thing I realized too is, you know, we really wanted to scale on the sales side. See, I'm a process guy. You know, I'm good at sales and whatnot, and that's great. But ultimately, agencies can be crushed under the weight of their own sales
1: success. Mm-hmm.
0: And the only way to get out of that was to be able to scale the delivery side proportionally because if you're good at sales that's great but if you bring in 10 clients in a week that's a near impossibility to you know for some size companies to be able to deliver on immediately and the yeah. only way to get that delivery was to be able to scale bringing more help in fast right because right. the second they sign that contract like you owe them work right now you buy yourself maybe a week or two with other things going on but if you need to find someone to help deliver on that because you know your other people are at the end of their bandwidth you got to have a system that can get them up and running. And we put everything in there from like culture stuff too. It's not just training on processes. We talk about our culture, our communication policies. You know, and we talk about kind of our mantra as far as, you know, design and just things that are more existential, not necessarily, you know, A to B to C to D kind of thing. Sometimes it's just I put in, I upload. Sometimes I have a section in training I also realized, because it's funny, when I used Trainual at first, you have this section where you can upload videos, right? Now, if you make your own videos, that makes sense. Well, what I was doing, and this was smart to me at the time, (laughs) I would take the other softwares that we use and I would go to their tutorial section. I would download their videos and I'd upload them in the Trainual. Well, that was awesome in the beginning until they started updating their videos and now our videos were out of date. So I was like,
1: wait, (laughs) shit.
0: (laughs) So what I do now is I just put a link to like whatever vendor software we use to their videos. And that, that's just the training section. It's like click this link and then like, you know, whatever's there, like watch all that, you know what I mean? So even I had to kind of figure out how I wanted to do it myself. But you guys have all those options, which kind of let my brain, you know, run wild. Um, you know I made my own mistakes within it but I, you know I, I quickly learned my own lesson so I thought that was fun
1: <laughs> well man you've got it dialed in I mean from teaching how to use other tools to your culture and your brand and your communications yeah. like whoever's listening to this can learn a lot but what you said there about the problem agencies have I think is really key so a lot of people swing like this pendulum between sales and delivery and you put all this effort into sales and then you get a bunch of work and now all your effort goes into delivery so that you don't mess up the delivery. But in the meantime, you're not selling any more work. So then you finish those jobs and you come back to selling. And so in a scalable business, the ideal state is that both are operating scalably all the time. And so if you want to grow your delivery team and you want to grow your sales team so that you're not the one doing it and jumping back and forth, then you document both of the processes you know for how to close deals and how to do calls and how to book appointments and how to present proposals and then on this side for how to like put the deliverables together and have client meetings and have team meetings and if you can get there then the business just operates and that's i think the the ideal state that most of us want
0: yeah we had a lot of peaks and valleys early on you know and then bringing in systems like this allowed us to do both at a steady pace which was nice Are you struggling to generate warm leads fast for your B2B tech company? Do you wish you could hand off the entire process to a team of professionals and have leads flowing in daily to fill your pipeline, convert to big ROI sales? Well, at Infinity Marketing Group, that is exactly what we do. We are lead generation masters who specialize in the B2B tech industry. So whether you're in hardware, software, or even tech services, we here at Infinity Marketing Group can turn your company into a lead generation machine. So for more information, visit our website at www.infinitymgroup.com, email us at info at or give us a call at 303-834-7344. We look forward to helping you realize your revenue goals. You know, in, admittedly, you know, as much as I love the software, now I've actually been able to hand off the software to my own people. So even I don't deal with it as much anymore. But I get your emails, your newsletters about some of the new features. But um, what are a couple maybe new cool features that have come out in the last few months that you're really proud of?
1: Man, so much stuff. We, um, Our July customer newsletter, we had to like cut stuff off the list and be, say, let's save this till, till August. But the big thing was we did a redesign in June. So the, the app got a ton faster. That was exciting. Then we launched this embed feature where you can embed things from over 700 locations. And so it's different apps that it's integrated with. And so the most common ones are like Google Slides and PDFs and all the video hosting sites. But you can also embed like Spotify playlists and instagram photos and if you don't know, talk about See, i didn't even know that i yeah. literally didn't
0: even know about that release like that's how i'm now just disc- like i said as much as i love the software i can't even keep up with how fast you guys are releasing things you know i mean that's a <laughs> super cool feature now i'm gonna try to think especially the spotify playlist i feel like what i have this you know what i probably put on there our hold music is never going to give you up by rick astley
1: <laughs> that's great.
0: It is the best. People keep thinking they get rickrolled. Like if I don't get on first and they're getting the hold music, they're like, I thought this might have been a joke. Like I thought it might have been punked, you know. I was like, no, no, that's just the most brilliant hold music I've ever
1: <laughs> heard of.
0: I wonder if I can get that now into the training
1: somehow. Totally. Yeah, put it in there. <laughs> So yeah, I mean we've rolled out like auto time estimates. So as a somebody consuming training, you want to know how long is this like I'm going to do some work here. How long am I in for? And so in the same way Medium gives you the estimates for how long it takes to read something, we have that now. So yeah, there's constantly things rolling out that we're excited about.
0: That's awesome. Let's switch to a personal side here. Either current or maybe previous. Who were kind of your mentors? Bit professionally, you know, coming up through the ranks, is there anyone that you'd say was kind of a big, you know, stepping off point from your knowledge base or your motivation or anything like that?
1: Yeah, totally. So the first one I'll point to is a guy named Scott Fritz. He wrote a book called the 40 hour work year, which was kind of a play on Tim Ferriss's book, the the four hour weeks. And he was like, you know, if you're really going to sell your business and you're just kind of a passive owner or investor in your own business, if you don't want to be the operator anymore, you can run a business on 40 hours a year. And the idea was that it's really just like your monthly quarterly strategic planning that you're doing for the business and checking in with the operators. And so his book is amazing for it's 10 years old now, but it's amazing content. And so I worked with him. He facilitated some, some strategy meetings. And then when I was consulting, I did like personal business coaching with him. And so he's been really influential for me, even has done some of our strategic planning at Trainual. And then more recently, a local guy, Trainual is based in Arizona. And so is a company called Infusionsoft. So Clayton Mask is the CEO, one of the co-founders of Infusionsoft, and he's been an amazing advisor and partner. And now he is on our board of directors, which is great. And then another one is Michael E. Gerber, who wrote the E-Myth. He's been an advisor for me. And it's really cool to see some of the ideas that he kind of the first person to put those in writing in the, like, the 70s and 80s. Still haven't been addressed through software and and so it's exciting to tackle some of these problems so that every growing business feels like they can really have a systems run business like a franchise so yeah. so those are three I'd point to
0: and then going I guess even further back, you know it might have nothing to do with this, but you know what did you want to do when you were a kid, and then where did that kind of you know transition like what was your childhood like dream like career or job or anything like that?
1: <laughs> I had a few. I wanted to be in the m b a which didn't pan out because I'm only five eight. Uh, I I wanted to be a sportscaster. So it's funny, like when I started my video company, I got into video because I wanted to be in front of the camera doing like a ESPN kind of shows. And I ended up just editing and running the camera and then building this like sports video business, which was similar, but Never realized that dream. And then I always wanted to be an entrepreneur. I wanted to be in business. So my, my dad was in business, but in the corporate world and he was like never around. He was always on a plane. He was always traveling. And so I would, you know, go to his office and I'd see the like shiny office buildings and the mahogany desks. And I was like, I want that. I want like cool feeling of business, but I don't want to be always away from the family. And so. The entrepreneurship seemed to provide both. And so as a kid, I was always like, you know, doing car washes and landscaping and selling wrapping paper and lemonade stands and just making money however I could.
0: That's awesome. That's really cool. You know, obviously, right now at the time of recording, you know, we've got COVID going on. Uh, Have you seen your software either adapt internally or have you seen? you know, it being used more because of this? Obviously, people are working remote now, so companies are having to switch to these processes. Just how has Trainual either adapted or been sucked into the current nature of the world right now?
1: What's been really cool is we've become like our own best customer because, you know, we were based in an office before, but we haven't been in our office since March. And in the time the last four months or five months, we've hired 14 people that we've never met in person and use our own software as the only way to onboard these people and get them up and running. And so it's been really cool to be like our own case study using the product and coming up with cool ideas for the product. It's been a wild ride, like the demand for remote onboarding and training has gone through the roof. So we've got you know tons of people coming to the website for content and advice. We really doubled down our content efforts. We're producing more videos. We put a lot of emphasis into podcasts. We went from one podcast to now four podcasts. We, you know, the YouTube channel, the writing articles on other sites, Inc. and Forbes. And that's probably the biggest change is like we've gone really deep in brand and content to try to be as helpful as we can, because this is something that everybody needs a solution for, even if you're not at the point yet that you're hiring and scaling and ready to pay for it.
0: That's awesome. I would be remiss if I didn't ask the next question here, given the title. How do you think Trainual will either change or be the future of the B2B industry? Right. I mean, this is the future of BizTech. I mean, is there anything you got maybe coming down the pipeline you can give us a teaser on? Or is there anything you see happening, you know, let's say looking forward six months, 12 months, something like that?
1: Yeah, sure. So I think that a lot of different categories are converging. And you know, in just talking with investors and other people in the industry, you know, the way you would talk about trainual, the category you'd try to put it in, is all over the place. You know, people say training management or knowledge management or compliance and governance or the standard operating procedures or onboarding, like there's all these different categories. And really, I think that it's simple. It's like, who's who in the business? Who does what? How do you do each thing? You know, and so I've been calling that just the playbook for business. And so my belief is that every business has a playbook. Some just haven't written it down yet. Some haven't taken the time to write it down yet. Just like everyone has a culture, but maybe you haven't documented that culture. And so the reason you don't do it is because it's so hard. It takes time. It takes time away from service and customers doing what whatever else you do. And we want to make that easy so that everyone can have a playbook. And so fast forwarding a few years into the future, I think it'll be less about creating your training, creating your process documentation. It'll be more about collecting like you already do these things, we'll just watch you do them and turn them into natural language. So I think you'll start to see that shift happening. And then same with, you know, instead of assigning training, tracking it and making sure everybody goes through it, I think it'll be a little bit more on demand and just in time, like people will get access to the answers they need where they are when they need them, rather than having to sit down and learn stuff that maybe isn't relevant to them right now. So I think those are some of the trends that you'll see, you know, over the next few years. And you know, we want to be the leader in this playbook space.
0: I find you to be a very inspirational CEO. So I have two part question. First is what's the best advice you've ever gotten? And then what's the best advice you can give to the audience? Hmm. Gosh, man, I'm stumping you. I'm doing my job. But, all right. So, so <laughs>
1: <laughs> Now people know you don't provide questions in advance. So no. Nope. <laughs> I would say probably the first thing that came to mind, the best advice I've ever gotten was that, it's just as hard to do a million dollar deal as a hundred dollar deal, you know, or something to that standpoint. Like I think when you're getting started in business, you don't have the confidence to go after bigger deals. And so you spend all this effort, all this work to just kind of break even because that's sort of the threshold that you set. You're like, I've at least got to cover my costs. And so you set out to do that and that's all you ever do. And I think if I could go back, I'd be aiming much bigger. You know, my threshold would be like, how do we make This much or how do we do a deal that's this size? And in, you know, the past, I kind of incrementally challenged myself to push the envelope each year. And I think I could have advanced that a lot quicker. Another awesome piece of advice I heard was something like, you know, if you could go back to college or something, spend all the money you had on like a nice suit and like the invite to the right party, you know, (laughs) and it was like more about the people you put yourself around, you know, determines the opportunities that you get. So. That's one area I've been really fortunate, I guess, or just like action oriented in that I connect with the founders that I admire. I reach out to them like you, just like you said, you'd take a shot and reach out. You know, like if you're persistent enough, you'll get people on a call or you'll get people that become mentors. And so that's something I think everyone can do. That's awesome. Is there anything that I didn't ask
0: you that you think would be beneficial you know, to the audience?
1: I think maybe like what's the first step? You know, people listening to this. Not everybody that's listening to this is gonna leave this recording and say, "I'm gonna work out my systems and my processes and my training and all this stuff right now." And so, like, if you're not there, I want to remind people that most small businesses are still in this like experimentation mode, where you don't have enough of a formalized process that it makes sense to write it down and create training. And so you only document something, you only write it down when you're ready to delegate it. And so if you are listening to this and you're feeling like you are sick of doing something in your business because it's boring and you do it the same over and over and it just feels like it's, you know, this, like a job you don't want anymore. That's the thing that you should write down and give to someone else to do. And so like the way you delegate is to document, to write something down, to make a process, to define it don't force yourself to document all the things in the business because most of them are going to change and it'll be a big waste of time. So I think that's the advice I would give is, you know, take a little bit of pressure off you and just figure out what are the things I want to take off my plate. That's where you start. That's awesome.
0: Listen, I appreciate having you on here. How can people reach out to you? You know, if they're listening, they're like, you know, God, I want to email Chris or even go to Trainual. You know, how do they get a hold of you or the company?
1: Yeah, sure. So Trainual is just trainual.com, like training manual. And you can hit me up on Instagram, on LinkedIn, on YouTube. All of them, it's just at Chris Ronzio, R-O-N-Z-I-O. So I'd love to hear from anyone, and I'll always message you back.
0: That's awesome. Well, thanks again for coming on. It was a pleasure to have you. And I hope to have another conversation with you sometime soon. Well, thank you so much for listening to another episode of The Future of VizTech. I hope you got great value out of our discussion today. If so, be sure to subscribe to my podcast and rate it five stars. This helps the podcast jump in the ratings to help other techies like you and I find it too. And remember, if you own or work for a B2B tech company and you're looking for highly targeted hot leads delivered to your inbox daily, my agency Infinity Marketing Group can help. We've been in business since 2010 and have helped hundreds of companies just like yours make millions of dollars in marketing and lead gen ROI. So, be sure to visit our website at www.infinitym, as in marketing, group.com. That's infinitymgroup.com. Or you can email us at infoinfinitymgroup.com. At or you can call us at 303 834 7344. We look forward to talking with you. And I look forward to you listening to my next episode of The Future of BizTech.